0: This is Lance, the king of black metal from Witch Taint, the greatest black metal band or any kind of band of all time, basically. And you're listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast, fucker.
1: Hey, you are listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast. I am Bruce. And I am unprepared. I mean, Chris. Today, we've got a really good one. Not that they're all not really good, but this is a, a funny one. I don't know if you're familiar with Witch Taint. I know I sent you the uh
2: I saw the video, video. <laughs> yeah. that <I> was
1: killer. <laughs> Not only is it killer, killer music, but the video is hysterical. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I so I am looking forward to talking to uh, – who are we talking to today? We are talking to Lance, the king of black metal. The The king of black metal that rides a BMX bike. A BMX bike, yeah. So if you want to hang out, we'll go ahead and get him on the line and see what he's got to say. Cool. Well let's uh let's just jump right in. I don't even know know where to start, but I got that first video where you guys are riding on the bikes. Oh yeah. Uh, Satan. And I was totally blown away. That's not only is it great music, but it's so comedic. Is that I mean, I guess that was your intent from the start?
0: Well, we just set out to be the greatest uh heavy metal band of all time, and I feel like we accomplished it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, with, with no disrespect to, you know, all the bands that, you know, that we we respect like at least five or six other heavy metal bands. So <laughs> with with no disrespect to any of those bands, you know, Black Sabbath and yeah. Jesus yeah. Priest and, you know, a few, I don't know.
2: You always know something's going to be wrong. I don't mean any disrespect,
0: but. Yeah, but most <laughs> most other bands are horrible compared to us is what I, you know okay so I
2: have a question why, why a BMX bike instead of like a muscle car
0: oh well my my I can't I, I'm not allowed to neither one of us are allowed to drive at the moment <laughs> uh, I am not I don't have my license and uh Matthias backwards uh, its some some law legal thing I don't know something. I guess, I don't even know how it affected his driving record, but he he got into (laughs) trouble for something, you know, honestly, I would describe as an innocent sight gag (laughs) with a cucumber, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I don't think, you know, I, legally, our lawyer told us not to really get into it, but uh, yeah, basically, we can't drive, it's the long and short of it, and even if I could drive my mother wouldn't let me borrow the minivan for very long <laughs> anyway so bikes are kind of our normal way of getting around town you know when we're just going going out to kick some ass and things what like did, that
1: What does your mom think about the uh Sons of Satan there the song
0: Uh she, well I think she knows that Witchtain is the best band I mean definitely like <laughs> I think like You know, if she had to pick her favorite black metal band, it would be Witch Taint. And, you know, basically, I mean, put it it to you this way. Like, basically, anyone, you can ask anyone in in Gary in Indiana who the King of Black Metal (laughs) is, and they'll say, they'll tell you right away it's me. Like, even my mom the other day asked my dad, you know, she's like, Hey, have you seen The King of Black Metal? And she was totally talking about me. So <laughs> I don't know. So I I not really I don't come up out of the basement that often to be honest. Right. But uh where in Indiana
2: did you say you were?
0: Gary Gary, Indiana. It's kind of more of like a sh- suburb of Chicago. It's it's um well it's best known for being the hometown of Witch Taint, but I mean the next <laughs> The next best thing or next most famous thing is, you know, it's where Michael Jackson and the rest of the Jacksons are from.
1: Right. And when you think of black metal, nobody thinks of Oslo or, or Bergen. They're totally thinking of Gary, Indiana.
0: No, I mean, in terms of, I mean, since which taint has become a fully realized thing, you know, Oslo and Bergen in terms of black metal, or what I would call tertiary markets.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you know, we we w- originally the plan was, you know, I don't know if you know the whole history of which taint. No, please enlighten us. Well, you can this is basically the band started in my mind uh, and it existed <laughs> mostly just in my mind. It started, you can look this up online on the <laughs> internet. Uh, I don't I don't have a I don't get to use my mom's computer more than like a couple hours a day but uh you can do this go to the blackmetaldialogues.com. in about 2003 or so witch taint uh came into ex- I started witch taint and it was like a solo you know one man black metal band and I had other, you know I had other side pro- I had my dungeon synth project uh
2: <laughs>
0: summers Summer's Eve, and uh, I had some other, you know, other black metal side projects um, uh, Unholy Chalice, Mysticum with a K. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so Witch Taint, but basically in 2004, even though I hadn't written any music whatsoever uh, for Witch Taint, I decided to get a record contract with a band. And I emailed a Norwegian uh, black metal record label that was home to Mysticum with a C, the Oslo (laughs) band that some people know about. And so those emails went on for like six months, and somehow they wound up on the internet after, you know. But I did record one demo uh, with my friend John, a.k.a. Come Lord 2, and that was... (laughs) For the, the lone witch taint demo, which is called Necro Dream Raper, um, <laughs> which is unreleased, you know, it. Uh, it's so rare and underground. Like, I have to do a search on my mom's computer to even find it. Though <laughs> so you can, it is actually on YouTube if you search, uh, if you search. Uh, Necro dream Raper, witch Taint. You, <laughs> you can hear the original demo it's there you might, al-
1: you might also find some other things you don't you can't look up at work
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean you know I need to you know some people uh in the uh you know especially in the um central Europe central southern European metal media have complained that the word raper is in the title but uh (laughs) we just mean it you know when i wrote it i meant like rape rape in terms of rape the land not in terms of you know raping a a person so you know it's a difference right you know it it all comes down to (laughs) i didn't mean to get into semantics during this interview but you know really more of a semantic (laughs) issue
2: you already pulled out the word tertiary that's like the biggest (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the biggest vocabulary we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Chris yeah. actually had to go look it up.
0: I gotta be honest; like, I'm on a medication that some of the side oh, effects hell. is um, is a, a, a expanded vocabulary. So a lot of times, <laughs> uh, words come out that I'm not even familiar with. But then I go back and read the interview or listen to the interview, and I was like, "Oh wow, that totally made sense." But um wait to, so to so the getting back to the email. So anyway, I emailed, you know, and the email, the the head of the label uh was this guy, Satom, which uh if you're paying close attention, is the name Matthias backwards. So anyway, so then after you know the, those emails came out in 2005, and you can see them at read them at the blackmetal dialogues.com and they're 100% real. And, you know, the band instantly uh, had a very underground cult fan base worldwide. And I sold, didn't, the band was dormant. And this is like the good thing about being uh, the greatest black metal band of all time is we really can't lose. No matter what happens, like if we're really busy and do a lot, that's great. But if we do absolutely nothing, that's even better, really, in terms of metal. So, you know, which is why I chose to uh, not do anything with Witch Taint other than sell t shirts um, until 2017. And, you know, in the mean- meantime, you know, we got some high profile fans. You know, Reed Mullen from Corrosion and Conformity was a big Witch Taint fan. Phil Anselmo, um, oh, yeah, might have heard of, he uh, has been a big Witch fan for years. Shawnee Salt from White Zombie. So we were all- already, even with the one demo and a string of emails and a couple T-shirts that I drew, we were already <laughs> like pretty legendary band for a long time. And then in 2017... Uh, Matthias Backwards, my partner in the band. I mean, we're not dating. We're just, you know, musical. He's honestly my worst enemy, my arch nemesis, in addition to being, you know, one of my close friends. But uh, we we read the emails on stage at St. Vitus in Brooklyn, which yeah. is super far from uh, Gary, Indiana. But uh, David Castillo over there offered us... Uh, drink tickets, so we did it. <laughs> um, and uh, so it was a real, you know, me from Indiana and Matthias backwards coming from Oslo, like the commute was really bad, but, you know, it took off right away and we did it again at St. Vitus and then the third show was at South by Southwest mm-hmm. in Austin, Texas. And uh, we did it there and it was sold out, uh, our third show ever. And then we did it a few more times, and and by this time we had started to add, like "Tain of the Witch," the last song I think on the album,
1: mm-hmm.
0: before the bonus tracks. That we that was part of that show, and then "Changes" was added shortly after that, and then "Are You Ready to Black Metal?" and we we had another song called "I Shall Rape the New Age," um, <laughs> and again. Uh, it's that song with well, the word rape is just is not used in the sense it's meant, you know, figuratively and uh not like a violent sexual attack. But that song was about, you know, if you read those old emails, uh Matthias was complaining about black metal music that was a uh, new age with keyboards and stuff. So I wrote the song. I shall rape the new age. Uh <laughs> And it does, that song is about how I plan to rape the new age. Um, figuratively. Yeah, yeah, figuratively. And so anyway, we did. then we did the show in... Uh, I'll, spe- I'll speed up this story, or you can cut out all this. Uh, uh, we did the show in London, then we got invited to do it in Oslo uh, at the Crap Comedy Festival. I don't know why they booked a black <laughs> metal band uh, into the Crap Comedy Festival, what is the biggest comedy festival in Norway, and um, and somehow I don't know they made a mistake and booked us. But the cool thing about it was uh, Fenris from Dark Throne was in the front row of that show, and uh, and he loved it. And uh, he we played. He said our music sounded like uh, bulldozer and. I think destruction or pile driver. I can't remember, but anyway, it was high praise. And uh, then from there, we in t- 2018 we did the Vakken Festival, which is um, an up-and-coming uh, heavy metal festival. <laughs> <at> right,
1: <Valken. laughs> right. It's new. I heard yeah, about that.
0: Not a lot of people know about it, but uh, we think it's going to grow from just based <laughs> on our experience. Uh, but we did. We were the only band on the whole festival that performed all four days. Uh, so take take that, Mr. Big. Right. Um, <laughs> and anyway, when we were, you know, standing out in the middle of the field in Germany and you know, we we had our own tent because I think they thought that no one none of the other bands could handle being on the same stage as us even after we left. Uh, so they gave us our own tent right in the middle of everything. And people would come and see us. And uh I think a lot of people were really confused why two guys in corpse paint uh were standing there reading from laptops and only playing like four songs in an hour. Because <laughs> so, then you know, we would read the emails on state. We would read the whole emails that you can read at that the blackmetal dialogues.com. We would read those anyway. So people were really confused, and then you know, but they would go nuts when we would play the music. And that's when we were like, when we get back home to America, we should finish, you know, we should make a whole record. So that's what we did. And uh now it's finally out. And uh I don't know how, if you've had a chance to listen to it yet, but it's the greatest, um, I guess I'm simplifying it to say it's the greatest black metal record or greatest heavy metal record of all time. But I, you know... <laughs> I, I would say it's probably the greatest record of all time period you know oh,
2: that's yeah that's I, I could see that <laughs> yeah so I, I have a question what's it like yeah what's it like being in a black metal band in Indiana
0: uh well <laughs> it's not ideal for some things you know because um it's it's mostly like a you know it's the midwest so it's mostly flat land uh so it makes it much harder to sort of scamper about in the mountains and hills and things yeah like where do you get the band pictures from uh we go out on my deck
2: <laughs> is it your deck or your mom's deck
0: well i mean it's it's the deck at the house that my mom right, and i right so it's technically yours, too. yeah so you i mean you tell me uh you know Semantics. But honestly but no, yeah, Samantha.
2: I, I just remember driving through Indiana and there's signs all over the interstate if Jesus had a gun he'd still be alive and stuff like that I was just like okay what's it like being in a black metal band in a place like that
0: well I think you know by the next time you drive through Indiana you'll see that all those signs will have been replaced by witch taint, uh, <laughs> that witch taint. If, I mean it's going to take time because you know, to those billboards, I know the ones you're talking about, they're pretty big. And, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm not like a professional sign maker. What I did was I just print them out at Kinko's on eight and a half by 11. <laughs> so to do one billboard, that's like, it's like a thousand <laughs> pieces of paper. Like you three know. weeks
2: of allowance.
0: Yeah, I mean, you t- a <laughs> thousand pieces of paper, 10 cents a sheet. You know, because they
1: mentioned the glue, right? What, how you putting them up there?
0: Yeah, and you can only do, you know. I go up at night and I put, you know, as many as I can, but, but it's going to take me a while. But I'll get it done. Is my point. <laughs> but yeah, and it's hard, like, um, you know, just like the basics of life. When you're the like the king of black metal as I am, you know, go, <laughs> like you got to, you know, it's hard to be extreme and brutal when like you're shopping for groceries and stuff so
1: but i but i would think the king of all black metal should have you know uh servants or people to do that kind of stuff for him right
0: well i mean my mom will sometimes like bring a sandwich down to the basement if that's (laughs) what you're talking about yeah okay yeah so yeah i mean i basically do but that's pretty much other than that i rarely eat uh, just cause I don't want to be, well, I, I do work part-time at Subway. So a lot of, you know, <laughs>
1: Right.
0: I'm not going to say, I can't really say cause, uh, I don't want to get fired. Right. But no, I get it. Let's just say, uh, I have as many teriyaki, teriyaki chicken subs as I want. <laughs> <laughs> so are you nice. saying you
2: work, the King of black metal works at Subway?
0: Part-time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's man. not full time.
2: Okay. Where, where my,
0: my, my real job is playing music in witch taint, but I, you know, I just. All
1: right. I got work. a question for you. Yeah. Since you're a sandwich maker, is a hot dog a sandwich?
0: Well, that's the age old question, isn't it? <laughs> um,
2: that's in the book know? of black metal.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, you can look
2: that, it up online. <laughs>
0: Yeah, honestly, like, you know, I, I didn't want to bring up lesser bands, but, uh, you know, basically the first Gorgoroth record is pretty much, that's what it's only about, you know, the hot uh, dog.
1: The, <laughs> the, yeah, that whole controversy, right.
0: Yeah, if you listen closely to the lyrics on the first Gorgor, Gorgoroth record, I mean, that's, they kind of answered the question. <laughs> and, uh, no, No, it's not a sandwich.
1: So you're saying all our viewers, if they really want to know the answer to that, they need to go listen to some Norwegian black metal?
0: Well, no, I don't think that they should go listen to Goroth, Uh especially since Gall is out of the band, even though he didn't sing on the first record. But I, you know, I Basically, I, I don't know, I, you know, I guess you got to let your ears cool off after listening to Witch <laughs> So if people want to, you know, just as a uh palate cleanser go listen to like a uh, pussy band like goigroth that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So
1: lastly it was, since we're talking about soup and you are the king of uh subway and all black metal is uh is cereal a soup
0: oh you know I I'm gonna say this is when where my professionalism kicks in. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh and uh no, it's not. It's not. A, oh, Jesus. Why do people keep asking me this? No. No. I mean, you know, it comes in a bowl. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think it's a soup. I don't know why I fought it that hard. I mean, it's a. it might be the best soup, depending on on the cereal on question, you know? Like, if you got, like, Frosted Flakes or something, yeah, that's pretty good. Plus, like, soup is bullshit. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, have you ever had a bowl of soup when you were like, yep, this is exactly what I want to be happening right now? I've
2: never fucking understood soup.
0: I fucking hate soup. Sometimes you have it and you're like, yeah, I guess this will do in a pinch since apparently there's no real food available.
2: (laughs) But, but,
1: But wait, like my wife and everybody, they like, you know, tomato soup and grilled cheese. What about that?
2: Well, you're doing it for the grilled cheese with dipping sauce. You could just use ketchup in that case.
1: No, yeah. no, no, no. Wait, are you saying the ketchup is tomato soup?
2: It's just thicker tomato soup.
0: Well, you can make really uh, a gross tomato soup out of some ketchup and hot water. I mean, that's how I survived. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I survived uh, during the the intermittent years bef- while Witch Taint was, like, inactive. That's how I survived.
2: So we got two new questions, Bruce. Can you make tomato, yeah. can you make tomato soup <laughs> out of ketchup and hot water? And B is tomato soup really just ketchup?
0: Right. Oh, so, I mean that's a, that's insanity to to make that sort of leap.
1: Yeah. Uh, so my last question and it came from my wife the other day she uh, suggested I ask this one. Why do you think they put round pizzas in a square box? <laughs>
0: Oh well, that's easy. Uh, they they tried to do round boxes for a very long time, but uh, the just the uh, the injuries in the manufacturing. <laughs> I mean,
1: because yeah, I heard they were sometimes pretty brutal.
0: Yeah, I mean, you want to see a paper cut uh, that'll one land you in the e, you know ER? You try to put together a round because the problem is there's no edge and you kind of slip off it and you can go right into, uh, right into the meat cooler, any sorts all sorts of things can happen.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Well, I don't have anything else, Chris. You got anything else?
2: I do. Yeah. One more. How many times do you guys have to chain up your bikes in the video?
0: (laughs) Well, um, we didn't, we would just set them down and, and, uh, you know, if anyone came near them, like we did go into a 7-Eleven at one point, and we left them. And uh Matthias backwards just went. Someone was walking up to him, and he just opened the door Jeez. and was like, hey, those are our bikes. And uh that's all it took.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Plus, like, you know, the problem with those, you know, they're pretty sweet bikes, but uh they are for 12-year-olds. So they're very hard <laughs> to pedal. So if you were to see them lying around, you would have to be a small child to really want them. Uh, Right. You know, we, uh, uh, to be honest, when things take off, you know, and I, am pretty sure they're going to uh, explode just, uh, just based on um, some of the Facebook likes we've gotten this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) That, uh, you know, we'll get some new sweeter bikes if you can imagine that. You know, no, I'm I mean, of getting on. Uh, pretty jacked, right? They're pretty jacked, but I'm thinking of getting one of those three wheel bikes, so I don't have to worry about, <laughs> well, uh, bal- balancing as much.
1: Yeah, no, I get that
0: because it's one of those things. You know, they say it takes like seven muscles to smile or something, and then like four hundred and thirty seven to frown. Right and. It's the same way with balancing a bike, like your brain power. Like if you have a three wheeled bike, you like your brain is like, oh, thank God, you know.
1: <laughs> Plus, uh, I mean, two is good, two, but three uh, is always better, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, you know, look at the classic lineup of Motorhead. I mean, there you get into a question of four versus three. But, you know, you see my point.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was what, great. This this podcast is about nothing. So yeah. we're like the Seinfeld of metal podcasts. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay,
0: so same time next week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, everyone. This is Tuck from Fit for a King, an
1: off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.